Hi guys and welcome back to the Bloom and Blush podcast. I hope everyone is having a wonderful start to their new year. I know that things are still a little weird right now and there's a lot of uncertainty but we are getting through it. Um, we've had some pretty crazy days at work. Um, I don't know if a lot of you know this, but I work in a mental health facility and we are currently going live with a new, uh, electronic health record system. So we've been super, super busy. Uh, days have been long, been full of meetings. I am becoming the zoom queen, I think, but we are getting through it. One of my favorite things to do is sit and record this podcast episode for you guys. I love doing it. I love writing them. It's my absolute favorite and it brings so much joy to my week. So thank you guys all for being so supportive over the last month of this podcast launch. Like I said before, it's something that I've really wanted to do for a long time and I'm finally living that dream and I'm hoping that I am resonating with some of you. So thank you. If you don't follow my Bloom and Blush podcast page, it's er, it's at Bloom and Blush podcast on Instagram. Go give it a follow. I usually will post some things throughout the week and I like to share stuff from my story. So I'd love to interact with you guys and chat with you on there. If you do follow it, you'll see that I posted the other day a question, what would you do if failure didn't exist? And I asked this question because if you knew you couldn't fail, wouldn't you do everything that you wanted to? This is going to be the topic of my podcast for this week. It's going to be about failure and it's going to be about that fear. So we let the fear of failure stop us from doing the things that we really want to do and it's powerful enough to stop us and it keeps us from taking advantage of opportunities available to us. This happens so often and we think that it's normal and we don't even realize it. It's almost like we put ourselves in a self-prison. You know, we don't go for that job. We don't let that guy or gal know that we're kind of into them. We don't write the exam. We don't start that business. There's even a fear with food and feeling like we need to look a certain way. So when we sit down at a restaurant and look at that menu, we don't even look at the stuff that we think could be too many calories and we opt for something smaller. And this fear is so much more and we do this because we know that there's a chance that these things won't work out. It's not possible to ignore all these fears all the time, but it is possible to suppress them and that is something that doesn't help at all. So when we suppress that fear and we go for it anyway in that fear mindset and pretend like we're okay, we're kind of automatically setting ourselves up for failure. And sometimes we get that gut feeling that something is not right, so we don't do it. And we know that fear and intuition are linked. So we get scared and our intuitive responses we start to pay attention to. Intuition is what we know without knowing why. And just because we may not recognize the source of our intuition, it doesn't mean that it isn't absolutely accurate. Most of us have experienced intuition as certainty about things. Maybe it's trusting someone you just met, or maybe it's disliking somebody you just met. And often our intuition is accompanied by an emotion, perhaps like a strong feeling um, or even something to do with dreading. These messages come through in our feelings and instincts pertaining to certain situations or people and it goes back to healthy fear and intuition is another way our brains and bodies communicate with us kind of about what is safe and what is not and that's where we make our decisions from. So sometimes we run away or stay small until we can get through that fear or get over it. And there are certain times in our life or certain areas, like going for big goals, where we decide it's easier to play it safe than to fail. 
And in a lot of cases, this isn't even a fear about something bad happening, but it's a fear of what could happen. It's that fear of the unknown that really gets us. And that's why we're afraid to fail. So when we embark on a new journey, perhaps it's a new job or you're, you know, throwing yourself into the health and fitness world, or maybe you're getting in touch with your spiritual spirituality side, we're no longer the guy with all the knowledge. And we go from knowing everything about something that we're passionate about to knowing nothing. And that's scary. Um, it holds us back and it makes us feel really insecure. And sometimes we won't go for the things that we want to do. So when we don't face these fears or when we make surface level changes, like just promising ourselves that we'll be more positive, we don't actually change anything. Sure, we might shift our mindset, but it's nothing concrete that actually changes. So those changes are made through our actions. And when we decide that we want to overcome these fears, we set out to learn how to. What I've come to realize is learning how to do something isn't enough. We don't learn something unless we actually do something with what we've learned, and that's where you can start to overcome that feel, fear of failure. Now, I have explained that fear and how we get there. I'm going to tell you now um, about that fear, and that fear isn't meant to actually make us stop. It's actually meant to motivate us to take action. If you think about some of the fears faced way back when, you know, a long time ago, Fear is the motivator for some of these people to take actions necessary to survive. So fear triggers us to act. If you think about driving down the highway, a car swerves into your lane and you see it coming head on. What do you do? You're going to react. You swerve to miss hitting that car to avoid the accident. And you do that because the fear of getting into a a car accident. Now, these days when we feel the fear, most of the time it's not because our lives are at risk. As I mentioned before, it's that fear of doing something new. What will others think? What what if I fail? And to overcome this, you need to take action. Once you decide to follow up with action, you can overcome this non-life-threatening fear. It takes commitment and mental work, but you can absolutely do it. It sounds simple, but that's that's the other thing about these types of fears. The only thing providing them sustenance is you. So you feed the fear every time you give into it. You feed it, it becomes stronger, its appetite grows. And once you make the decision to give your fears the boot, they no longer have a place in your mind and therefore no place in your life. In that absence of fear, your life will begin to unfold in incredible ways. So what if you do overcome that fear and what if you fail anyway? What do you gain from this? And yes, I did say gain. What are the perks of failing? And I want you to think about that for a minute because when I first thought about how there could be something positive coming from failure I couldn't think of anything now I could list you a very long list but think about it what are the perks of failing what could you possibly gain from failing at something when we think about the word failure we think about it in a negative light and we think that failure is painful but sometimes it is but for those that have known true failure and have bounced back from it understand that failure in life is necessary for success I know that sounds weird, but you need to fail to succeed. Yes, failing hurts, but it is necessary, and some of the most successful people in life have failed the most times. If you try to go through life without failing anything, then you're not really living a life at all. Taking risks and falling down flat on our faces is a part of life, and it makes us who we are. Think about when a child's first learning to ride a bike. The child is going to fall down a lot of times, right? falling down is in fact a failure. You didn't successfully ride the bike. But if you ask that child's mother if they're ever going to be able to ride a bike, I bet you any money that she will 100% guarantee you that this will happen. 
Yeah, the child might fall down a million times, but eventually she is going to ride that bike. You might ask why the mother is so confident that her child will do this. Of course, we all know the answer to that. We know that falling down and failing while learning to do things in our early lives is just a part of life. So why isn't failure at other things treated this way as well? What we don't realize is just what some people have had to go through in order to get to where they are in life. The problem with this? Society tends to celebrate the successes rather than highlighting the epic journeys towards success that are filled with trials, tribulations, upsets, setbacks, and failures, and it's not as glamorous to talk about these things. One of my favorite quotes from Michael Jordan is, I've missed more than 9,000 shots in my career. I've lost almost 300 games, 26 times. I've been trusted to take the game-winning shot and I've missed. I failed over and over and over again in my life and that is why I succeed. So when we fail, we gain experience. We become more knowledgeable, we become more resilient, we grow, and we value life's lessons. You are going to have those people that say, I told you so, ignore them, they're annoying. Besides, living a life inside of your comfort zone is boring as shit anyway. Understand that it is okay to fail and realize that it's okay to fail. However, it is not okay to give up. You didn't come this far just to come this far. Revisit your goals, create a massive action plan, and get back out there because trust me, it is so worth it. I am 24 years old, and I used to run from failure like it was nobody's business. Actually, when I was trying to get my driver's license, I passed my G1 test, no problem. But my G2 test, I had a couple of issues with that, and I did fail it a few times. And I remember feeling so bad about failing that that test. I mean, who fails their G2 test? Like, am I ever going to be a good driver, right? And I cried for days, honestly, days, days, days. I think back to grade 11 when I decided that it was a good idea to take grade 11 math I don't remember if we had to take it or if I chose to I don't really know why I would choose to take grade 11 math but I did and one of my tests came back and I got eight (laughs) percent and if that isn't one massive failure I don't know what is um But again, I felt really bad about it because I was like, you know, failing makes me feel like less of a person. But I've come to realize that that doesn't matter. And and I actually am pretty excited about all my failures because I've learned so much through them. And I'm able to help other people, too. If like who wants to talk to somebody that has never failed? Right. When you look at somebody and, you know, you hold them to this high standard and you think that they're perfect and nothing ever goes wrong for them, I can guarantee you they've failed a million times. And it's those conversations and being open about it and chatting about your failures that helps other people feel okay as well. And, you know, maybe your failure isn't something as specific as just simply failing a math test, but maybe it's something bigger in your life. And that's okay as well. Because you can always bounce back from failure. Like I said, we gain experience, we become more knowledgeable, and we become more resilient. We grow and we value those lessons a lot. And now when I look at failure, I actually kind of get excited because I know that I'm about to learn a lot. And I'm about to take the steps to to further myself in life and to get to where I want to go. And, and really failure is just one other stepping stone for you. And it it really grounds you. So trust me when I say that failure is not a bad thing. But I think you guys should all go through life thinking that you can't fail at anything because when you trust that you won't fail at something you're going to give it your all and you're going to go for it 100 percent. 
And that's how we should be living life because honestly, life is way too short to be doing anything that we don't want to do. And we just need to go for it. We just need to fall down, get back up again and keep going and reach all of those goals because it is possible. You know, I'm sitting here in front of you guys I told you that I failed my G2 test. I passed my G test with flying colors. I was nervous as heck for it, but I passed it with flying colors. I recently got a promotion in my job, and I'm now the manager of a health records department. And I remember thinking, like, should I really apply for this? Like, if I do, I'll be out of the union, and then if I suck at it, I won't have a job anymore. But you have to do certain things to move yourself further in life. Um, Maybe it's... A failed relationship. Maybe you're sitting there thinking like my marriage is not what I thought it was anymore. I'm not married so I can't relate to that but um, that's okay as well. You know marriages end and don't see it as a failure. See it as a life lesson and you know when you when you do lose a job or when you do fail your next test or whatever it may be just look at it from that positive mindset and I guarantee you that you will feel better about it. So I hope this conversation helped. I think failure is super important. Um, You're gonna feel, feel the fear and do it anyway. So why not, right? That's all I have for you guys tonight. Um, If you like this podcast, share it to your story, share it with your friends. You can go rate it and review it on anywhere you listen to this. I really do appreciate all of you guys again for listening. I really like writing these. They're fun. Um, They keep my weeks fun and exciting and I just, you know, I'm living proof of just feeling the fear and doing it anyway. Um, So yeah, I hope you guys all have a wonderful week and I will see you next Wednesday.